0: That's ljsinnercircle.com, or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. This is the Learn Jazz Standards Podcast, episode 101. Welcome to the LJS Podcast, where you get weekly jazz tips, interviews, stories, and advice for becoming a better jazz musician. And now your host, he's a jazz musician, author, and entrepreneur, Brent Bartstra. What's up, everybody? My name is Brent. I am the jazz musician behind the website LearnJazzStandards.com, which is a blog and a podcast all geared towards helping you become a better jazz musician. Wow, I am so excited for you to be here today. Thank you so much for joining me, whether you're a regular listener or if you are listening for the very first time, welcome, and I am excited to give you as much value as I can today. And in today's episode, I'm actually going to do something I've never done before, which is teach you how to play a jazz standard. And you know I'm also trying to do different things on the show, try different things, see how you guys like them. And so if you like a show like this today, please let me know. That'd be awesome. Uh, today, I'm going to teach you one of my favorite jazz standards, which is My Shining Hour. Really, really cool, too. So I'm really excited to jump into that today. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's uh, going to be a lot of me playing my guitar for you. Remember, it doesn't matter if, what instrument you play. This is for all instruments. I just happen to be a guitar player. Uh, but I'm excited to do that today. It's going to be a lot of fun. But before we get into the show today, uh, this month, if you've been listening to the show for the last month or so, you know that this month, February of 2018, is our birthday month. That's right. So on episode 104, coming up here, we are celebrating are... Two year birthday of the podcast. The blog's been around a lot longer than that. All everything else we have, but the the, the podcast has been around for two years and we celebrated episode 100 last week. I had my jazz mentor, Justin Nielsen, on the show. Man, that was an awesome episode. I've already gotten lots of awesome comments from you guys. Uh, So, you know, be sure if you haven't listened to that one, go back to episode 100 after you listen to this episode, of course. And be sure to check that out because he really lays down the love for you guys. Okay. So, you know, to celebrate this birthday month, we are doing an awesome raffle in which we are giving away, and we never do this, by the way. This is just a very rare thing. We're giving away our courses, our e-courses, our jazz practicing course, 30 Days to Better Jazz Playing, our ear training course, How to Play What You Hear. We're giving away our entire play-along collection. It's like 245 play-alongs that we've created over the years. Uh, we're giving away our eBooks like Zero to Improv. We're, I mean, we're giving away a lot of prizes for our raffle this month. And it's really all easy stuff that you can do, like write a review for this podcast on iTunes, uh, share our 100th episode on Facebook, sign up for our newsletter if you haven't done that, suggest an episode topic. So it's a win-win there. You get to you know share with us what you want to hear on this podcast, and then you get entered into our raffle. Just all kinds of things just to help support us this month. But in return, enter you into an awesome raffle to possibly win these prizes. So if you just want to support the podcast, uh, regardless of the prizes, or if you want to get in- involved in the prizes in the raffle, go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash raffle, and you can enter there. Really appreciate all your help already, guys. It's uh, We're already getting lots of entries and really appreciate it. Um, and there's like 17 different chances to win uh, any of our prizes. So there's a pretty good chance uh, that you could be somebody if you get involved. So... Again, LearnJazzStandards.com forward slash raffle. All right, now really quickly before we start, just a little sneak preview of the rest of this month of our birthday celebration month. We asked a bunch of you to submit recordings of your jazz tips, advice, and just sharing your stories, what you're working on. And a lot of you did that. I'm so excited uh, to share that. And on episode 104, our birthday episode, we are going to be sharing the entire episodes worth of stuff, uh, but also just to lead up to that, to give you a little sneak preview. Starting next week, uh, we are having two episodes actually. So we're doing a bonus episode. It's going to be episode one hundred two and one hundred three, all in the same week. Wow, lucky, right? And I'm going to be featuring actually just singled out recordings that I received from from listeners like you, who really had a lot of value to bring and, and kind of left me some longer recordings that I'd really like to share. Leading up into episode one hundred four, so be sure to listen to this. Th- I mean, this is really great stuff, and. I'm I'm just so thankful for everybody that has submitted recordings, uh, and it's just been really awesome. So I'm really excited to to share what you guys have shared with me, with all of you. So that's going to be super fun. Okay, that's all for now. Without further ado, let's jump in today's lesson. So learning jazz standards has been on my mind a lot lately, and no not because I have a website called learnjazzstandards.com uh but because for the last 6 months I have been working hard along with my team on a new ebook uh, and companion course called The Jazz Standards Playbook and we are going to be coming out with that in April and you'll be hearing me talk a little bit more about that but it's a study of 10 what I call master jazz standards that kind of really dig deep into these standards and analyze them and the idea is if you really know these 10 you can know so much about jazz harmony and jazz language in general and in turn it's going to be so much easier to learn all the other jazz standards if you know and and really study these ten. And so I thought today it'd be really fun to teach you guys a jazz standard. And the jazz standard I'm going to teach today isn't part of the ten master standards that I've included in this book that's coming out. Uh, it's but it's a really great standard and it's my personal one of my personal favorite jazz standards. And it is called "My Shining Hour" by Harold Arland with lyrics by Johnny. Mercer. And so I'm not sure if you know this one already, but either way, this will be a great review for you if you do. And if for those of you who don't, feel free to grab your instruments and uh, work along with me through this. Now, I'm going to be teaching you guys this song in the key of concert E flat, which actually happens to be uh, the key that is, is original to when it was first performed, which is in the 1943 Uh, film called The Sky's the Limit. And I'm going to be linking that in the show notes today if you want to watch the video of that on YouTube. It's super great. You really have to check out that scene uh, where Fred Astaire and Joan Leslie are... are we're are singing this together. And uh, so you can go to, to the show notes at learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode one zero one to check that out. So definitely check out recordings of this stuff. But know that that if you are a B flat instrument, like a tenor saxophone player, you're going to be playing this in F major, right? That's you transpose a whole step up. And if you're a E flat instrument, like an alto sax player, you'll be playing in C major. So knowing how to transpose from concert keys if you're a horn player or you play different instrument other than a a C instrument, like a piano or guitar, is really important for you to be able to do. So I'm going to be teaching this in concert E-flat major. So just know your transpositions for this. So in this episode, I'm going to be playing the melody for you as straight as possible so you can help learn the melody that way. I'm going to go through the chords with you, and then I'm just going to practice improvising over it myself a little bit. But it's up to you to do all the extra homework, like listening to tons of recordings of this, trying to see how other musicians play the melody. Try to learn the chords yourself from by ear from the song. You know, So this should be just a, a good resource episode for you to, to help you learn this song, but there's so much more homework you should do. Okay, so first things first, let me just play through the the song, the melody of it for you, so you can hear how it goes. So there's just my little solo guitar version of that. So make sure again that you're checking out lots of recordings of this, getting familiar with the melody, familiar with the harmony. And it's good to learn the lyrics as well, because not only will that help you memorize the song. I mean, words and lyrics are so uh, easy for us as humans to digest, but also helps you understand the intention or the meaning behind the song. Okay, so now I'm gonna go ahead I'm gonna play the melody as straight as possible and I'm basing this off of uh, Fred Astaire singing it on the that film the sky is the limit. so I'm really getting down to the basics here trying to get the original thing and so I'm gonna play it for you and I'm gonna do it with a metronome. I'm gonna have the clicks on beats one uh, two and four. I like to have the clicks on beats two and four when I practice in general. Okay so, i'm gonna play one more time here uh don't worry if you can't hear the harmony just yet Uh, i'm gonna give you some more harmonic context later so let's do one more time two three four one two three four right so let's go over the chords now i always do suggest learning chords by ear but i'm going to spell them out for you here and if you want i'll have the chord chart available for you at learnjazzstandardscom forward slash episode 101 that's the show notes for today if you want to follow along with this if you're on your commute your run whatever it is don't worry about it you can just listen along here okay so again we're in the key of concert e flat and our first chord is the one chord e flat major seven so that's for one bar This could be... And then the second bar is C minor 7. Sometimes people make it a dominant 7, right? It's the 6th chord. C minor 7 is the 6th chord to E flat major 7. So that totally works making a dominant 7th chord. So, And then 2, the 2 chord, F minor 7 for 1 bar, B flat 7, and then back to the 1. Okay? So, so far we have... Major seven, C minor seven, F minor seven, B flat seven. Okay, then back to the one chord, E flat major seven. Da, da, da. kinda hangs out there a second. Da, da, de, do, de, da. And then it goes. So it's two bars. One, two, three, four, one, two, three, four. And then we're going to a two five one into the relative minor. Now, if you don't know what relative minor means, that's okay, but in the key of E flat major what is the relative minor c minor so if we're talking about a 251 into c minor what's that going to be d minor 7 flat 5 g7 or flat 9 whatever it is g7 flat 9 to c minor 7 so we're just hanging out in the e flat major 7 for two bars then d minor 7 flat 5 for one bar g7 flat 9 for one bar and then c minor 7 for one bar okay so let's review what we got so far so starting at the beginning beat one one six two five one for two bars then two five into relative minor okay so e flat major seven c minor seven f minor seven b flat seven e flat major seven for two bars and then D minor 7 flat 5 for 1 bar, G7 flat 9 for 1 bar, C minor 7 for 1 bar, okay? We'll go over this in metronome in a second. So now when we land on that C minor 7, the sixth chord, the relative minor, 1 bar, and then we go to the 6 minor 7 flat 5 in the key of C minor, which is A minor 7 flat 5. So, da, 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 okay, for 1 bar. And then back to a two, D minor seven, flat five. That's the five chord there. So again, starting from where we land on the C minor seven. So back to the one again. Now, have you noticed that so far we've just been doing one, six, two, five chord progressions, both in the major key, the parent major key, E flat major, concert E flat major, and then two five ones one six two five ones in c minor okay if we're on the beginning again one six two five one for two measures two five into six a minor seven flat five d minor seven flat five g seven okay now one bar of c minor seven and now we go to dominant of the major key, the major key, which is what? It's F7 for one bar. And then we're going to turn that F7 into an F minor 7 now. So it's a proper minor 2 chord. And then 5, B flat 7 into, well, then we go into the bridge. But let's let's back up for a second. I don't want to give you too much here. Okay, so let's start when we get to the relative minor. So it was hanging on the E flat for two keys. Okay, then C minor 7, A minor 7 flat 5, D minor 7 flat 5, G7, C minor 7, F7, seven, F minor 7, B flat 7. Okay, so again from that C minor 7 it's C minor 7. A minor 7, flat 5, D minor 7, flat 5, G7, C minor 7, F7, F minor 7, B flat 7. All these are one bar each. Okay? So now we're going to go into the bridge. This is the bridge of the song. Now, what we're going to do is a 2-5-1 into the 4 chord of the parent major key, E flat, concert E flat major. Okay? What is the 4 chord of concert E flat major? a flat major so what's a two five one into a flat major that's b flat minor seven e flat seven a flat minor seven or sorry a flat major seven that's definitely not a minor seven okay so b flat minor seven e flat seven a flat major seven okay so again we're going back from uh from that c minor seven here c minor seven f seven F minor 7 B flat 7 Now here's the bridge B flat minor 7 E flat 7 A flat major 7 Okay, here's the next part Now it's going to go from an A flat major 7 To an A flat minor 7 A flat minor 7 D flat 7 As if we're going to go into the key of G flat major 7 Like a 2-5 and a G flat major 7 But we're not we're going to go A flat minor 7, D flat 7. And now we're going to do a 3, 6, two, 5 into the key of E flat major 7 to come back around to the top of the form again. So it's A flat minor 7, D flat 7, G minor 7, C7, seven, F minor 7 last for two beats each so let me let me go back again so i'm not confusing you here so here's the stu- the top of the bridge here it's b flat minor seven e flat seven c ma- uh, a flat major seven that's two bars of that a flat major seven then a flat minor seven for one bar d flat seven for one bar and then these are the two beats each g minor seven c seven f minor seven b flat seven All right, let me play the bridge for you really quick. Two B, two measures here. A flat minor seven. Right? Three, six, two, five. G minor seven, C seven, F minor seven, B flat seven. Okay, cool, right? All right, now we're back at the last A section of the song, okay? So now, we're back at the E-flat major 7, we just did a three six two five leading back into it, so E-flat major 7. Now this kind of hangs out here for a while, now there's different charts tell you different things, I just kind of think that E-flat major 7 hanging out on it is what people normally do, so it's 1-2-3-4, 1-2-3-4, 1-2-3-4, so two beats of A flat 7 so a dominant 4 chord, so one, two, three, four, one, two, 7, right, the 6, the dominant 6, and then 2, F minor 7, 5, B flat 7, 1, C major 7, okay? So the last day it sounds like this. just to know how many beats each chord is being played. And that's a little bit, it's a little bit easier. It's a little harder to do on a, on a recording, obviously, here. So let me go ahead and uh, play this along with a metronome, and maybe that will help you get a better idea. And again, if you check, it, take a look at the chord chart, you can follow along, learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode 101. Okay, so let me go with a metronome here. Two, three, four, one, two, three, four. <laughs> got it. So that is the harmony. I love the harmony to that song. It's such a great song. And I, I love how it goes to the relative minor. And then it goes to the forward chord and the bridge and the minor four. It's really cool. It's a really cool song. Really great harmony. When you have the melody over top of it, it sounds super awesome. Now, if I were working you with you, One-on-one in a private lesson or something. Well, we would be going over this a lot. We would be jamming it together and all that stuff Uh, for you. You'll have to, again, do your homework outside of this episode, but also listen back to sections and maybe try to get those chords solidified for yourself. But I'm going to go ahead and I'm going to get a backing track up here. And I'm going to play the melody. I'll try to play it as straight as possible. And I'm going to just improvise a little bit over top of it. Now, improvisation over top of a song like this, that's a totally different lesson. That's a totally different story. I mean, mapping out the guide tones, playing the arpeggios of the chords, all things you can do to help you start to navigate this song. Ultimately, you just have to learn jazz language and work on it, right? We talk a lot about that in this podcast. But just let me let's let me have a go at it. And... uh Let me get this backing track up and show you how it sounds in totality here. leave it at one chorus there. That'll be enough for me. Okay. So that's my shining hour. I really love this song. I just wanted to share it with you regardless of whether you know it already or not. And if you want to use this episode to help you learn the song, that'd be really great. And also at the same time, I want to know, is this kind of podcast episode, is this helpful for you to have me run through a song with you? Uh, You know, I'm always open to trying new things. I'm trying to you know check out different things and so if you want to leave your feedback for me just go to the show notes learnjazzstandards.com forward slash episode 101 and just leave a comment let me know if, whether this help was helpful or not or if I should do more of this stuff all right so learn my shining hour All right, that's all for today's show. I want to thank you so much for listening. Thanks for tuning in. And remember, this is our podcast birthday celebration month. And so we're doing a special raffle. If you want to get involved in that raffle, go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash raffle. And there's some different ways you can enter into that raffle, such as writing a kind rating and review on iTunes for us, uh, subscribing to our newsletter, giving a podcast uh, episode idea, a lot of different things that will give you additional entries into winning prizes like our e-courses, our e-books, our play-alongs, all sorts of things. And it just, at the end of the day, really helps us out. So thank you so much for participating in that. LearnJSStandards.com forward slash raffle. Now, as I said at the beginning of the episode, I'm really excited to have on some special guests next week. And we're actually... Going to do an additional episode next week, so two episodes featuring listeners like you who have recorded in some different advice and tips that we're going to be talking about leading up to episode 104, where we're going to have a bunch of you on to talk to all of us, which I'm really excited about. Okay, so I'll see you next time on episode 102. Thanks for listening to the LJS podcast, brought to you by LearnJazzStandards.com. Subscribe to the series on iTunes. And don't forget to join our jazz community at learnjazzstandards.com forward slash newsletter.